thank the Lord, sweet baby Jesus. I can smell the pigskin in the air. It's episode 36 of T-Bosh and the Fellas Talking Life and Sports entitled Football is Back, Bitches. Who do the fellas think came out of our annual fantasy football draft on top? Before even a single snap has been taken, we're going to find out which NFL wideout do the fellas think that they would have better luck covering Badminton or ping pong? It's an important question. And of course, we've got everyone's favorite game. Pick one. We're 36 episodes deep over here, and we got some familiar faces on board today. Uh, We did have someone drop out last minute. He was actually at our fantasy football draft, but he was just the puppet for the mastermind that I will introduce next. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You know, the, the guy that called out, Mr. Chris Perez, uh, he was, you know, he was making the picks, but he was getting permission. And our fellow that's up first is the guy giving the permission to make said first overall pick. (laughs) Because, you know, like I said, he's the mastermind of the operation. The other half of team P-Tub Deuces Wild. It's Mr. Hot Tub Dustin Minor. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Welcome, welcome. Let's do this. I'm excited. I'm excited for another another championship year for uh, my fantasy team in our league and for our Panthers starting this Sunday versus those shitty cowgirls. <laughs> Respect on the fantasy football win in your first first year in the league. Respect. Thanks, man. No problem. No problem. Up next, he is the hostess. With the mostest. <laughs> Hooking it up with the private room for our fantasy football draft and also my fiance and I's engagement party, which was awesome. Thank you. Shout out to the bar manager of Caswell Station in Charlotte, North Carolina. It's the man with the eyelashes. They're pretty. It's Burnsy, Mr. Alan Burns. That day was a shit show. Yeah. <laughs> a great time, though. Yeah. Uh, you actually, uh, before our fantasy football draft, he was in taking part in a draft in the same room with a bunch of kids we went to high school with. So, yeah, Burns had a long day. It was a long day. I felt like poop the next day, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, y'all, you know, I'm your host and creator and conductor of this train wreck. We're rolling three deep today. These guys both missed the last episode, but we're glad to have them. My name's Thomas Bosch. We thank you for hanging with T-Bosch and the fellas talking life and sports. It's episode 36. Football is back, bitches. Let's get to it. But first, you know what time it is. It is time to honor those mother effing gods. (laughs) But this is the thing. You ever wanted something so bad? It's the first thing you think of when you wake up. Last thing you think about before you go to sleep. It consumes you. Well, that, folks, is how the fellas over here, with the exception of the trader on the show today, feel about that all-natural flavored bubbly goodness. But sometimes, LaCroix, I'm calling you out. We don't think you feel the same about the fellas. I mean, it's like that really pretty girl in sixth grade that you've had a crush on for, like, the entire school year. One day, you build up the courage in the in the cafeteria in front of everybody you got the nerve to ask her to be your girlfriend you approach her to make your move <laughs> she takes one look at you and screams at the top of her lungs like little girls do everyone in the cafeteria roars in laughter you turn and run away just epically embarrassing wait 
fellas, am I the only one that this has happened to? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, damn it, LaCroix. Stop bringing me back to sixth grade, huh? <laughs> we I just... got my girlfriend. <laughs> I'm sure you did with them pretty <laughs> eyelashes of yours. We just want to love you, LaCroix, so damn it. Do better, LaCroix. Do better and hook us up with that damn sponsorship. At T-Botch and the fellas, LaCroix, hook it up. <laughs> All right, first, gentlemen, let's get right to it. Uh, <laughs> I, I just got to start by saying this. This wasn't even in the show prep that I gave to you, but uh, this just blows my mind. What the fuck are the Raiders doing? Khalil Mack, possibly the best defensive player in football, gets traded before he's even really had a conversation with John Gruden, his new head coach. What do you think about this, fellas? Burns, I'm going to ask you first. I think this was a part of Chucky's mastermind ideas or plans because Khalil Mack, I mean, you, you can't, it's a team sport. There's a lot of players on the defense. You have to build a team to be good in this league, and you can't have just one player. So I like what they did. Um, he's got a 10-year contract, so... I think John Gruden is is doing what he needs to do to to you know make it in this league, which is get draft young picks and get rid of the guy that you know doesn't want to be a team player. Well, listen, man, dude deserves the okay. Okay, well, first off, John Gruden's ten year contract is crap. That's unheard of. What is he, Nick Saban? What is this college football? Dude hasn't coached in a decade. But beyond that, <laughs> dude deserves to get paid. Let's be honest about that. Uh, I mean, I get it. Team player, would you take the pay cut? Would I mean, come on, Burns. Do you have you haven't even talked to the coach yet? I, I mean, no. I mean, you you have to take care of your your pocket. That's fine. But it, for the Raiders, no. But maybe for the Bears, I think that the Bears made a big mistake, and it's going to cost their team for the next six years. It could. It could. It could. But Dustin, what do you think? Um, I think Clomac's an impact player. Um, I think. This is like one of those cases where it kind of worked out for both teams. If you're going to ask me who got the better end of the deal, um, I think at the end of the day, it was probably the Raiders. Um, from my knowledge, they got two first rounds and two second rounds for Khalil Mack. Kind of echoing what Burns is saying, if you're a new coach, if you're trying to build a team in your vision – if you're able to trade one player and get that many picks in the top of the draft to get players in your eyes or in your vision and what you're trying to create, I think that was a good move for John Gruden specifically. I also think it was a great move for the Bears. I do think they kind of overpaid, but, you know, the, these numbers these days are a little crazy. Like, because for me, it's like, would I pay Luke Keatley that much? Now Luke Keatley is going to definitely get more than that. Yep. But I think as far as the Bears' defense goes, they um, did lose a few players, but they have a lot of good core. They, If I remember correctly, they were about a top 10 defense last year, and now they just got better in that division, dealing with Aaron Rodgers, dealing with Matthew Stafford, and now you got Kirk Cousins. You're going, and you're going to need a defense, especially with the quarterback you got, Chicago. So you're going to have to run, and you need that defense to be stacked, and you need it now. And okay. if you believe in Mitchell Trubisky, Chicago, like you got your quarterback, now you got your quarterback on defense. Now you got a little bit of Panther blood in you. So <laughs> kudos to you guys. All right. And well, so listen, my rebuttal on this to you is Dustin. There are very few impact players like this on defense that literally can change a game. Luke Kikili, you named one of them, but I, even as much as I love me some Luke, it's my guy. 
Luke Keekley doesn't like pressure a quarterback and change the, the game the way that Khalil Mack does. But more important, listen, man, okay. you just look at the sack. Just look at the sacks. I'm just basing it off of like actual pressure of the quarterback. Regardless, my second point being is that you were wrong on the picks. You're, you're right about the, the two first round picks. They got a 2019 and a 2020 first round pick out of the Bears. That's awesome. They got a third round pick in 2020 and a sixth round pick in 2019. That's a lot of picks. And I actually tend to agree with you. I'm just saying like, man, that's a that's that's a tough position for the Raiders to be in. I get it, but damn, like <laughs> you gave away the first or second best player, defensive player in football. I'm just saying, I just wanted your quick thoughts on that, but let's move forward. Gentlemen, college football has kicked off this past weekend. Just saw some just a day or two ago. Uh, the NFL gets underway on Sunday and the fellas over here. We're like kids on Christmas morning up in this piece. <laughs> And our annual fantasy football draft, it's kind of like Thanksgiving. You, you just know that the, the fat, jolly man wearing the red suit, he's coming in the real near future. The 2018 rock bottom fantasy football draft went down this past weekend in Charlotte, North Carolina. It's been going on uh, for, I think this is the ninth year, and we've obviously switched people out over time, but... I got to give a big thanks to the staff of Caswell Station for dealing with all of us because, quite frankly, we had to have been a drunken nightmare by the time it was all said and done. Burns, what was her name that took care of us? Um, I can't remember, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thank you to the, to the chick that took care of us. She was awesome. Thank you so much for dealing with us. Thanks very much. Uh, now, fellas, let's try and be objective here for just a moment. If you please can be objective, objective for just a moment. If I were to ask you who you believe came out with the best fantasy football team before we've even kicked off the 2018 season. And no, no, you cannot pick your own team. Uh, and I know you fellas love to love you some you. <laughs> I, I know that's true. But for this purpose, let's give it, uh, you know, a different team some credit here. Okay. So I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask Dustin here first. Who do you think, other than you and Perez, P, Team P-Tub Deuces Wild, who did have the first overall pick? Looking at that board, you've had a chance to look at it. Who do you think had the best draft? Um, I think you need to go to Burns first. I'm, I I didn't look at anybody's team. <laughs> okay, Burns. Burns. Besides your team, Alan Burns, who do you think had the best draft of our fantasy football league? That's tough, man. I, I, I'm just going to, I mean, if I have to pick somebody, I'm going to go with probably Johnny. You know, and, and obviously, you know, your players need to be healthy. But, you know, if everybody looks good, I really do like McCaffrey this year. Uh, David Johnson should bounce back and have a, a decent year. Um, yeah, Juju just Smith, so Schuster. Yeah, uh, he's, got, he's got a good, solid all-around team. I like it. Yeah, just um, so everybody but, knows how Johnny's draft went here, the ginger sensation and original fella. Uh, Johnny went David Johnson, Christian McCaffrey, Adam Thielen, Allen Robinson, Juju Smith, uh, Deshaun Watson, Evan Ingram because he's a Giants homer. I don't think Evan Ingram's done shit yet. Isaiah Crowell, Julian Edelman, which I think is an absolute steal in what the eighth or ninth round. Uh, Tariq Cohen, Sterling Shepard, another homer pick. Alan Hearns, who could have a huge year with Dak Prescott. Uh, the Texans defense 
Steven Goskowski, Cameron Meredith, LeGarrette Blunt. So, yeah, I mean, I would say Johnny's starting lineup is pretty damn solid. Um, I mean, other than my team, obviously. Um, <laughs> you cannot pick yeah. your own team. I get it. You want to. And I think your team's... I mean, I think well, team's I mean it's, not that I don't, it's not that I want to. It's just that, I mean, I went through the numbers. And, I mean, I if you look at our team right now, if you just look at Deuces Wild currently as, as it is, if this league was to perhaps happen last year, we've already won it. Yeah, but you're basing it off of last year. That's the beauty. Well, of you it. know, I, I base I base people off their history for sure. But uh, if I don't have to pick my team, I'm going to take uh, Michael's team. I like. I think Michael. I don't know how to say his last Exum. Mike Exum. Yeah, Mike yep. Exum. If I uh, if I didn't have to take our team, I would take Mike Exum's team. Okay, real quick, like let me fact- review his team. So Exum took Kareem Hunt first, Odell yep. Beckham second. Stefan Diggs, Alshon Jeffrey in the fourth. I don't love that. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Derrick Henry, Lamar Miller, Corey Davis, who still has to prove himself. Marlon Mack, Trey Burton, which I think is going to be a huge pick with Mitch Tra- Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, Josh Doxson, Deshaun Jackson, Aaron Jones. That could be a good pick. Uh, Denver Broncos defense, Matt Bryant, kicker, and uh, Martavis Bryant. So, yeah, uh, yeah. So, I'm with, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm with his team. It's the reason good. I, the reason I like his team because he has a lot of, um, he has a lot of good depth at a, a lot of positions. It's that quarterback and you don't need that when you have Aaron Rodgers. So I like what he did. I like his mentality going into the draft. Yeah. Also, I like the sleeper tight end. Mm-hmm. I think he probably needs a backup tight end at some point. I also like that he locked up the Green Bay running back situation. I mean, it is what it is, but you got a starting running back between Jamal Rooms and Aaron Jones. And with Cream Hunt, Derrick Henry, Lamar Miller as your core, you're not going to be screwed all season. I like that. So he can withstand injuries. Also, I like your one-two punch, Odell Stephan. You know, those are all preference players when you're in that area. When Alson Jeffries comes off his injury, um, I think he'll be the number one target. He finished the season at 21st last year. He's going to be your third wide receiver on this team. And you don't necessarily need to start a fourth one in his flex. I, I like some of his sleepers per se but the thing is about wide receivers especially the wide receiver position you're going to be able to find sleepers uh without an injury to happen versus with a running back usually with a sleeper running back throughout the season running back gets hurt person on the waiver wire gets the backup gets a sleeper all of a sudden and wide receivers not the case someone blows up and then they just start feeding the guy the football he's going to be able to make that up in that wide receiver three spot throughout the season so i really like this team it's going to be a problem, especially on head-to-head line matchups, um, when you go head-to-head with this team. Yeah, and not not that it matters uh, um, very much at all, but Martavis Bryant, his last pick, uh, was just released by the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, he has him in IR. He's probably going to drop it. He doesn't even really count on his team. Yeah, I just thought that that was an interesting move by the Raiders. I mean, he's a he's a problem child anyways, but he's gone already. Well, you know, this is the thing. In a 10-man league, you should be able to make something out of your very last pick. I hate, like, just winging it on your last pick because you really should. I mean, I, I was in a draft last night that was a 12-man league, and I feel like I got good value in the last in a 16-round 12-man. So, I mean, I don't know. I feel like that Martavis Bryant picks bullshit. <laughs> but, all right, regardless, so my choice – Man, I'll be honest with you. Well, I'll tell you whose team I don't like. (laughs) And I know he listens to the podcast all the time. Brett Hall's team. 
the guy who was <laughs> yelling at the computer last year. Uh, he took what? Four tight ends, five, no, three tight ends. He took three tight ends, two quarterbacks. He didn't take his third receiver until he took DJ Moore in like the 12th round. It's ridiculous. We are, our setup. The starting lineup is quarterback, running back, running back, three wide receivers, a tight end, a flex, a defense and a kicker. And he didn't get his third wide receiver until the, I'm sorry, 11th round. I love the DJ Moore pick. Don't get me wrong, but. (laughs) <laughs> oh, and then, then we, as, oh, well, let's, let's tell the story of as we're drafting <laughs> last weekend, we're watching, we got NFL network on the TV. There's some preseason football going on and Mark comes across the ticker. Marquis Lee injured done for the season. <laughs> and two rounds later, who does Brett Hall draft? <laughs> but Marquis Lee was done for the season after he we was, announced it at the table. <laughs> he was so drunk. He was so drunk that he tried to draft him again in like the 15th round or 14th round. <laughs> yeah. All right. Listen. Uh, okay. So my, my choice, it, it's either between honestly, uh, Johnny or P tub deuce is wild. Uh, I love Todd Gurley. I think Keenan Allen's going to have a huge year as long as his bitch ass doesn't get hurt again. Michael Thomas is going to be huge for New Orleans. Then you guys went Jordan Howard, uh, Jimmy Graham, who's going to have a huge year with Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Michael Crabtree, Cooper Cup. I think that I think that you're just a homer for that. By the way, uh, what? What's, what's a homer? Because what's, what's you homer? fell in love with him last year, and you you think he's got great value on a team that's stacked at wide receiver. I'm just saying, uh, Carlos Hyde, Philip Rivers. Adrian Peterson, that is a huge fucking grab all the way, what, in the 11th round, 12th Thanks round. For that. I appreciate that. Uh, Chargers defense, don't love that at all. Kelvin Ridley, um, I think they're just too deep at wide receiver. Why don't you like the Chargers defense, Thomas? They look great this preseason, and last season they finished top five. I just don't love them. Uh, Rashard Matthews, Kenny Do you Gall- like the Panthers defense? I do. Uh, Kenny, right, well, Kenny Galladay. Go. And uh, Jared Goff as the second quarterback. Um, so this is my thing is, all right, well, your first. So this team I'm referring to is Perez and Dustin here. I mean, you've got three quarterbacks. Y- yeah, do, right now. You do have three quarter. You did pull a Brett. Okay. <laughs> That's hey, me. that that last that last Jeff Goff pick, that was all Perez. All right. Bro. Well, anyways, I love your team. I really do. The only thing I'll say is I just don't like your wide receiver situation. I think everything else is fine. I think you'll get, I think you'll pick up somebody and I think you'll be just fine. But honestly, I mean, with Gurley, Keenan Allen, Jordan Howard, I think you got a really, really solid team. So anyways, well, I mean, I just said it doesn't make no sense, Thomas, not. because Keenan Allen finished third last year. Michael Thomas finished sixth. Cooper cup finished 25th and yeah. Patrick finished 30th. Cooper cup was an outlier, bro. It's not going to happen again like that. You don't think Michael Crabtree is going to not happen again? We didn't say that. Uh, you right now that. of those first four wide receivers, you have to start three of them, uh, and you Crabtree. and you have to take you have to start Michael Crabtree over Cooper Cup, right? Do I? Yeah. You sure? Yeah, he's a Mike touchdown Cooper machine. Cup is, Cooper Cup's what the third wide receiver on that team. I mean, I'm probably will start Michael Crabtree because every time the Baltimore Ravens had a number one wideout, whether it been Anquan Bolden, Mike Wallace, they try to feed him the football. Tell me who's going to catch footballs for the Ravens this year, other than Michael Crabtree. That, that's a good question. I said, notating on your Crabtree pick. 
You're defending. I mean, I'm just wondering. You're arguing with yourself right now. Okay. <laughs> I'm just Fair saying. I'm, I'm, I'm hating on Cooper Cup, not Michael Crabtree. Anyways. Okay. You're um, hating on my little Cooper Cup? Yeah, man. Sorry, bro. What did that little white guy ever do to you, man? <laughs> well, gentlemen, good luck to both of you. And uh, at least your half of P-Tub Zeus is wild. Um, you know, good luck, but I'm going to take it all home. My wide receivers are stacked, bitch. <laughs> yeah, well, let's talk about your running backs. Yeah, well, my running backs suck. That's okay. I'm only going to play two. Of them. I'm only going to play two of them every week. So why, why, why don't we do a little combo recap of uh, where, where your first running back when you drafted him and who's your number two guy? Well, I mean, listen, I took Jay Ajay in the fifth round. Um, as I think your that, number one guy. That's my number one. Yeah, that's what I've never awesome. valued. I've never valued running backs. If I don't get the ones that are the top five running backs, it's all the fucking same after that to me. So, uh, but I need to, I'm going to start four wide receivers every single game. And I got, I think them. you have to, the uh, way your lineup's set up. Yeah. And I got them. Deandre Hopkins, Devonte Adams, T Y Hilton, just to name a few <laughs> number one wide receivers on three teams uh, with good quarterbacks, by the way. Uh, uh, and then my fourth wide receiver, I can either start Calvin Benjamin from a shitty rookie, but he is the number one wide receiver, but I wouldn't start him over, over Goodwin who was catching balls like a Frisbee yeah, catching a Frisbee catching dog from Jimmy G last year at the fight at the tail end of the last year. So with that said, I'm pretty set on my wide receiver position running back suck though. Anyway, so let's move on real. This is an important question. This, I got a quick one for you fellas. Which is more of a manly game, in your opinion, badminton or ping pong? Burns. I'm going to reference uh, one of my favorite movies, uh, Balls of Fury. <laughs> all right. And it's one of the most badass movies of all time. And so I'm going to go with ping pong, and I'm pretty good at ping pong. So, And badminton is not really a sport that people play. And Bro. Region of the area. All right. I'm going to let Dustin answer. <laughs> I'm going to let Dustin listen ping pong. The reason you're good at ping pong is because you spend time at bars with ping pong tables. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, it's not like you got one at the house and like, you know, I mean, listen, maybe. All right. little Dustin, what do you think? What do you, which one do you think is more manly? Is this, I, when I, when I was thought, I thought this wasn't even a real question when I read it. Like, <laughs> like, well, that's how we do here on T-Bosh and the fellas talking life and sports. It's not normal. like, First, first reaction to this question: Who cares? <laughs> but okay. But my second reaction: If you're going to tell me what's more manly, it's definitely playing ping pong, bro. Whoa! whoa. Like badminton. Badminton is like tennis for like little girls. Like, oh, dude! All right, listen. Like, okay, all right. Here's where I disagree. Badminton. Okay. <laughs> Love me some. Yeah, pit. yeah. Well, you I, hit dude, a, I was you a, hit a cock, dude. I was back a, and forth between I, you and your friends. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you like you like doing that, Thomas. You like your little racket, it's not called a, a man racket. You like your little no, it's called a cock. It's called a birdie. It is called a birdie cock. A uh, bird's right. cock. Listen, I think it's a bird's cock. It's I was not on even a I was cock. on a fifth grade badminton championship team. That just does not surprise me at all. <laughs> and well, listen, you run around in in badminton like you gotta like dive like there's more court space. You know what I mean? Like you're moving like ping pong. It's lateral movement back and forth for the most part. The one exception I will say to ping pong. I got to give like real perfect, like you, if you ever watch real professionals play ping pong, that is some crazy, crazy stuff. 
I do not know how they like return any of those shots, <laughs> to be honest with you. And they're, I mean, but on your level, I think like on like an average guy level, I think the more manly sport is badminton over ping pong in, in an athletic that is way. That is like ridiculous. Can you, can you play badminton with a beer in your hand? Yeah, if you're good. <laughs> Whatever. You're diving with that beer. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'll die with that beer. Since I was like six. Yeah, dude. I, 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 those, those, all those little rackets, they break. They, they're, when you try to swat a fly with it. <laughs> See, this is, this is coming from a guy that lives near the beach. So he's got all these, you know, these how about, how about you pick up a volleyball, Thomas? <laughs> I like volleyball. That's not part of the question. I'm not involving a ball in this, in this question other than the how about you just throw ball. that little girl racket out of your hand and get a man ball and hit it over that net <laughs> all right <laughs> instead okay. of a little cock back and forth oh all right we're gonna have to agree to disagree on this one gentlemen <laughs> moving on <laughs> fellas i know <laughs> i know you all possess some serious athletic prowess over there <laughs> well at least in your own minds <laughs> and I know you're super excited about uh, NFL football being back, but let me ask you this. If I were to put you in a stadium in front of 80,000 fans, who do you think you would have a better chance of not getting completely destroyed and embarrassed by if you had to attempt to cover them as they ran routes? Okay. Now think carefully about this, fellas. It's only two guys. You're either going head to head with Julio Jones or Odell Beckham Jr. Burns. Um, I forfeit my, my, my wager. <laughs> you for- I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go against either one of those guys. They're world-class athletes. <laughs> so you're just going to, you're going to stay on the bench. You're not even coming in. Yeah. I'm going to sit down on the field <laughs> and pop open a, a nice Gatorade. You're just going <laughs> to sit. you're going to go to the line of scrimmage and just like, they'll snap the ball and you'll just sit. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna. I would injure myself trying to get. They would, they would like push me over. Dude, dude, come on, man! You can't. You can't cover one of them. No, no. All right, you can't. You could give them a good bump at the line, man. I mean, if you want me the to good know, old I, dick twist. I guess, oh, no, I could, what? I could, I could, what? I <laughs> whoa, whoa, hold on, Burns. Hold, just... Slow down, man. Hold on, slow <laughs> down. <laughs> Dustin, the old-fashioned dick twist. <laughs> Dustin's, I, I Dustin wants to pull out a dick. Dustin's pulling out dick twists at the line of scrimmage here. <laughs> <laughs> no, just in the scrum, in the scrum. In the scrum, in the scrum, okay. All right, Dustin, who, who, do, who, would you, who do you think you could actually cover? If, who do you think you would have a better effort against? Let me rephrase this. Maybe, maybe, uh, I guess if I have to choose, I'm going to choose Odell because I could probably talk some shit to him, make him freak out. That's true. That's and, a good like, strategy. He, I, I, might, I might be able to get under his skin more so than Julio. Julio won't give a shit what I say. <laughs> but, but Odell might listen to me chirp a little. <laughs> and uh, that might make his uh, it might bring out the sausage fingers. <laughs> the sausage fingers. <laughs> Listen, if I had to choose, honestly, I would not go up against Julio Jones, man. A, I think I think Odell Beckham's a little bit of a bitch. I mean, I'm not big, but he's only like two inches taller than me. Whereas Julio Jones has like five inches on me. He also has like 
a hundred pounds on me almost. <laughs> and like Odell tries to dance around you. I literally, I swear to God, I would take the flag, but I would literally just throw a leg out and trip him on every route. <laughs> I'd be like, you're not getting by me. I'm literally just going to kick your knee out. What do you think about that, Odell? <laughs> I think I have the, mo- the most respectful answer by not even not participating or trip somebody. Not participating in this ridiculous hypothetical does not make you better than us, Burns. <laughs> oh, and I definitely, I definitely would be playing zone, zone coverage. <laughs> it's playing zone coverage. <laughs> so I just want to say, I'm just say it might. The call might be man to man. For our defense, but I personally will be playing. You're going to back out into zone. I got you. <laughs> I just want to just clarify that's my game plan. Uh, no, no, that's respectable. That's respectable. Right. I'll be like, I, I would yell to him like 10, 15 yards away. And I'd be like, I'm like, hey, Odell, you see this? See this five foot area around me? No fly zone. Another area. All right, listen. Guys, <laughs> I, don't, I think I think it would be pretty embarrassing with either gentleman, but I think I'm going to have to take my chances with Odell Beckham. All right, listen, it's time for everyone's favorite game. You know what time it is. It's time for pick one. For those that have never heard this game before, very simple. I put the fellas in two disturbing, awkward, and tough to deal with situations, and they must simply decide which one they're going to enter. Gentlemen, are you ready for this? I feel like we just did this. No, <laughs> I just put you in a hypothetical. This is a this is a little bit more challenging. This is not hypothetical, birds. This is fucking real. <laughs> this is real talk. Pick one. Pick one. Here we go. Real talk, bro. Real talk. Right All right. Now. I, first off, before I start this, do y'all do y'all remember the vertically challenged man in one of these pick one games? Who was on that episode? Dustin, I know you were. Burns, were you around for, um, okay, we'll screw it. We'll just say it. Oh, the annoying midget. The midget. The midget. Yeah. From many episodes ago. I was not. Okay. Burns, did you hear that episode? I don't believe so. Okay. So essentially we put a, a, a vertically challenged man in front of the fellas and everywhere they walked for one month, the midget would just be walking a little bit slower than the fellas need to be going at all times. Which is an absolute... Actually, I think I was on that. All right, all right. Well, listen, if you remember that guy, you know, that was maybe possibly the worst and most annoying thing ever. That is, of course, uh, until right now, because, fellas, he's back. (laughs) Oh, take the midget off your drink, then you can drink it and put him back on. No, no, no. Oh, this is better, because you're going to hang out with the midget for another month. But this time... You're going to help a brother out because the midget, the poor midget, he broke his leg. <laughs> nice. Piggyback rise. I was hoping you would well, say no, that. Well, hold on. You know, the nice guys that you are, you're going to carry him around, yes, everywhere you go for one month. But if that does not suck enough for you, here's here's the catch, fellas. <laughs> you're going to have to carry him in one of those baby carriers. You know, the ones that you strap to the front of you. <laughs> oh, this is so awesome. So, so basically, it's going to be you and the midget face to face everywhere you go for one month. And I heard since the last time the midget was around, I heard dude put on a little bit of weight and uh, also uh, came up with a pretty big drinking problem, pretty big boozer. So stanky breath right in your grill. 
everywhere you go for one full month. All right, so that's your first situation. Okay. Hanging with the midge. Sounds like hangover all over again. <laughs> all right. Uh, or, or you can do this, gentlemen. We've been talking football. Uh, you've drafted what you believe is the best fantasy football team you've ever put together in this situation. What is there not to be excited about? Trying to win that money and bragging rights amongst your boys. Kickoff for the first weekend of football. It's just minutes away. You're amped. And then it happens. Before we even get to the second quarter, gentlemen, you see across the ticker at the bottom of the screen, your starting quarterback down for the season with a leg injury. Done. Damn. That's pretty. That's horrible, fellas, right? That sucks. That happened to me last year, yeah. That sucks. He has three quarterbacks this year. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but then it gets worse. Five minutes, okay. late, five minutes later, another breaking news ticker. Your first running back taken with your second round pick. He's out with a blown ACL. <laughs> Done for the year. Done. Your first two picks of the draft. Done for the year. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. And you thought it was over because it's not. Before halftime, your top wide receiver goes down with a broken ankle. Your top three picks in the draft done for the year. Before halftime of the first game of the year, your fantasy football season, fellas. It's now officially some hot, stinky garbage. (laughs) All right. So of those situations, just uh, absolute just like the worst possible scenario of a fantasy football league year, period. That's the worst way it could ever go down. Losing your first three picks before halftime of the first game. Or you can hang with the drunk midget on your chest for one month. Everywhere you go. Dustin. I mean, this is, this is a really interesting question for me because it's like <laughs> it's laced with a good time and adversity that I go through on a regular. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so like, like I mean, whatever. I'm like, I would let someone choose for me. I'm like, whatever you guys want, really? like, I'll do it. Really? Yeah, because like I think the midget would be awesome. I would grow a beard, like a like dude on Hangover, and I would get some shades, and I would put them there, and I would wear the the awesome thing, the awesome <laughs> little like uh, cat print. This the wolf. He has the wolf shirt, bro. With the Bro, this isn't a baby. It's a, a full-grown, overweight midget. What, it was like 50, 60 pounds? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I mean, what, I mean, how much weight are we talking, Tombo? I need bro, a number, bro. Midgets are compact, man. I need a number. <laughs> right. How much weight am I holding, bro? More than half of your body weight. Let's just let's just leave it at that. All right, so 90 pounds. Uh, you weigh 180 pounds? No, I'm saying, I'm saying, a midget, I mean, uh, 90 pounds is like a small girl. You're telling me. To yeah, all right. So you're going like to str- a- strap this 90 pound overweight drunken midget on your chest and you're just cool with that no matter what. You think it's a I, good time? I think it would be fun, but uh, no, I'll take the, I'll take the fantasy football because, uh, <laughs> I mean, I've gone through shit like that before. I mean, I lost, I lost Allen Robinson, my, my third round pick, my, first wide receiver off the board last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's not like, I mean, I've been doing fantasy for so long for over 15 years almost. So like I've dealt with injuries and bye weeks all the time. Okay. And I feel like, I, I, get I feel that. like with my savviness that I would be able to work that out. <laughs> all right. I get that. I understand. 
all things to avoid the drunk midget. You've already dealt with fantasy I mean, football I kinda heartbreak. Going into the league, most of my league, I don't think I've ever been through a season without losing a major yeah. player at Yeah, some but point. not three of them in the first quarter of the first game. First I'm, half I'm of the first game. I've lost two or game. three. All right, well, all right. Throughout the season. I, I would say that I guess the only shock would be it would all be happening at the same time, which actually I would probably prefer versus like <laughs> one guy going down randomly throughout the season because that cost me three weeks versus right, right. just the one week. Right. Okay. All right. Listen, you've analyzed it. I, I, I what do we, Burns, what do you think? Well, I lost Aaron Rodgers last year and Odell Beckham and still made the playoffs. So I'm going to have to say the same answer. I mean, I mean, carrying around a heavy midget, like there's a lot of stuff that I need to do to make money. <laughs> a and, lot of stuff. Like, do I, do I, can I put them in like the, the passenger seat when I'm driving? Like, yeah, uh, well, it's only when you're walking that he has to be strapped to you. Like you, you don't like that's, that's dangerous. You don't want to drive yeah, with a midget strapped to you. And like, I still bartend like three, four nights a week. I don't think I could do that. Yeah, that's tough reaching into that well, scooping up that ice. Then you got to lift the midget. <laughs> I would make up. that midget deal, deal poker on my lap. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but he's facing you. That's how's would, that gonna I, work? I would I would piggyback the chair then. So I'm gonna figure it out. <laughs> Have him reach around you. <laughs> That's good. I like that. I like that. <laughs> All right. So Burns, Burns is sticking with fantasy heartbreak over the drunken overweight midget. I get that. You know what, gentlemen? <laughs> I <laughs> I've never suffered fantasy heartbreak quite as epically as you guys seem to have recently in terms of injuries. My last year was miserable. We'll, we'll go past that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't think I can hang with the midget for a month. I just can't do it. He's stinky. He's gross. I'm the one that imagined him. So I've got this particularly gross individual in my mind. And I don't want him strapped to me for one full month everywhere I go. And gentlemen, that's it. <laughs> no boss. It's Labor Day. Let's get the hell out of here. We've patted each other on our collective fantasy football owner backs. Uh, clown the Raiders got embarrassed by Julio Jones or Odell Beckham Jr. Or maybe not. Maybe we just sat down at the line of scrimmage <laughs> before we even engaged with them. And we figured out which one of the fellas sucked at badminton because they both suck. They don't play it because they prefer ping pong. Uh, and we decided not to kick it with the drunk midget. It's a wrap and it's time to enjoy the rest of our day off. A random Monday. That only happens like two or three times a year. National holidays. Hell yeah. Go America. <laughs> Let's finish this up real quick uh, with an I need an answer from you guys. Make it quick. Opening night of football this Thursday. We've got Falcons at Eagles. Two and a half point underdogs. The Falcons are. Make your pick and say goodbye. Hot tub. What you got? Uh, for my pure, for my pure own selfish reasons. It's going to be the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. All right. All right. Well, Pub, man, it's good talking to you. I never pick with my heart. I always pick with my pocket, and I'm going with the Falcons. Really? You like the you like the two two and a half point underdog? All right. I do. Well, I hate the Falcons. F the Falcons. I think they're probably going to win, but I'm not picking them. Okay. Well, yeah. No, not, not me neither. I I in fact I root with my heart. That's just the, the kind of guy I am. <laughs> I, uh, I'm definitely rooting for the defending champs. Very few instances you'll see me root for them dirty birds. Uh, okay. Well, gentlemen, 
I cannot wait for Thursday and happy almost uh, NFL Sunday. It's going to be fun, guys. I'm sure we'll be talking all day long. Uh, For episode 37, we're going to do a quick division winner pick them. It's going to be a quick episode. We'll do it on Saturday or Sunday, the day that the games start. Um, So y'all be on the lookout for that. You'll probably get that one after this NFL Sunday, but we'll see. You know, as always, fellas, it's been fun. And thanks to the listeners out there for riding hard with the fellas, as always. Catch all 36 episodes of T-Botch and the Fellas talking life and sports on iTunes and SoundCloud. And if you don't already, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Come on and follow our daily sports content on Facebook, Twitter, and the Gram at T-Bosh and the fellas. Share it, like it, hate it. I don't care. Uh, We just love to hear your feedback. I'm Thomas Bosch, your host and creator. Listen up, y'all. Seriously, life. You got one of them. Just one of them to live. Unless you're a reincarnation kind of person. Then I can't help you with that. (laughs) Treat it like you may never see another day. Go out, do big things, try new stuff. And most importantly, just show each other some love. And, you know, it's not hard. Lay a big old hug on everyone you can because, damn it, seriously, y'all, just be nice to each other. It is real damn easy. Time to roll, fellas. We'll see y'all on episode 37. Thanks again, guys. Thank you. Holla, holla. Keep sounding.